welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I got back from London to Manchester last night and it's now a nice sunny Mancunian day in West Manchester in a place called Urmston. I'm just driving with my dad. I'm just going to go to Carrington, uh, not to the training ground, believe it or not. People actually live in Carrington and where you're from, where I'm from, Carrington is... Oh, I think my dad worked there for years, maybe we can explain a bit of that. And we're going to go to Stretford and Old Trafford, just doing a few bits. Um, my dad was on the podcast last year, and there are lots of requests for him to come back. That's not going to be possible on a weekly basis, for several reasons. Um, but you, welcome back, Dad. You, you seemed particularly agitated when I spoke to you um, yesterday morning, yesterday lunch, yesterday evening, and this morning about a Belgian man called Eden uh, Hazard. What's he done to upset you? It's hard to speak. It's hard to, it's hard to speak fondly of such a cheating, diving twat. I hate him. He was player of the year. He's got more people booked and sent off. And he's made referees look like incompetent fools. He ruined the game uh, the other night because United were game. Herrera got sent off for you know nothing. How can people roll round on the grass and look like they've been shot? Somebody shot them with a rifle and then get up ten seconds later and run round and, and dribble around people. He's an absolutely outstanding player, but he's a cheat, and cheat shouldn't play in football. But unfortunately, that's what it's become now. It's who can cheat the most. That game the other night, United did start well, they were aggressive, they were on the front foot. I was, I was surprised how well United had started, yeah. given that Chelsea have got, have got better players and, and are a better team this season. And the sending off, it did ruin it, but the counter-argument to that, the one which, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Antonio Conte said that Manchester United's players were targeting Hazard. Do you think he was playing up? Yeah, he plays up every game. He, he, he got Mourinho sacked he was one of the key players that got Mourinho sacked the rats yeah the rats jumped ship Hazard every week when Mourinho was captain after, after just coming up to Christmas he was coming off after 15 minutes feigning injury he was alright the next week he just didn't play so it just shows you what sort of a rat he is um, I don't like him I don't like people who cheat it's, it's not that game anymore I've said it before, people like Robson and Mark Hughes would be signed eye playing with this load of shite every week. People diving about. Um, it's, it's, I don't enjoy it. I want to smash my telly every week, every time I see him. United have not been particularly great. Um, and they have created lots and lots of chances. Rashford should have scored, you know, and, and, and took it to extra time. I'm not saying if we'd have gone, most people, if we'd have gone to Chelsea and, and got Kane 4 0, they wouldn't have batted an eyelid. But um, I thought we might do something, and we did. We give a good account of ourselves. You know, all right. Um, if we'd have got um, gone to extra time, which we probably deserved to and got beat, that's fair enough. But we, uh, it was did it all right. But for somebody to get banned is scandalous. So um, I don't like it. I don't. It's, it's not in the game. That's somebody there. And it was a good game of football, wasn't it? Until yeah. Until they went off. It was a great game. It's a good cup tie. Um, I think Chelsea were always going to win it They're a quality side We had a few missing But um, we played great And then the referee It just sums up the referee in this season If he's not crying out for a video refing Just to take 
decisions out of these half-wits hands. Clattenburg was praised for being an outstanding referee. God almighty. It was an absolute slice, that bloke. It's good to get rid of him. What would you do if you bumped into Hazard, like walking down the street in Manchester today? I'd probably, I'd probably chin him. And, and, then, and then when he goes down, I'd look over him and say, you cheating little get. What, um, what did you do when Herrera was sent off the other night? That's I, mean, I, I was in the ground, and you could probably see more on the television because my view was obstructed slightly by... I was right behind the goal, like the crossbar. You couldn't see it, you saw it once, that was it. When you, you sat in your armchair, you've got a million replays. Of course, yeah. You probably saw more than what, what I did. What did you do? It was just minimum contact. Minimum contact, and he went down like he'd been shot. The referee made it. Referees do what they, they do to, in modern days. They book people, they book players for nothing early doors, and, and then they shoot themselves in the foot because any sort of a, a decent tackle, and I haven't seen a decent tackle for about five years. I haven't seen a decent tackle. What have you made of Mourinho this year? He's all right. I didn't rate him. I didn't rate him when he came, but I think he's done. He's gonna. He's done a, a good job with some average players that back four apart from Baye and Valencia needs sorting out but he's done a good job he's got we've got a sniff of um, a few things uh, he's got players playing he's got ordinary players playing above their station um, and obviously um, Ibrahimovic has been a catalyst for that that Baye or Bailey whatever his name is he's, he's half decent makes the odd mistake but um, he's making the back four look decent but um, Rojo Shite. He's um is it is it and miss? Can't tackle. Rojo, if you put a packet of Chris on the pitch, he couldn't he couldn't do it, he couldn't even hurt Hazard properly. Nah, he's, he's a lightweight. We're um just coming up to Carrington, there's every chance we might come into contact with some of these players actually. And before I ask you about Carrington, Michael Carrick was good enough to give United We Stand an interview for the current issue. I know um he's not your favourite player well, of all time. No. Probably going to call it a day at the end of the season. He's had a good season this year, hasn't he? I can never, ever give him any credit. Um, nah. I don't think he's had a good season. He's just a very, very lucky player. An ordinary player who's lucky enough to come to the best club in the world. Um, so why does I, I know out? you've offered to get me a ticket for his testimony, but I wouldn't go if, um, if I was sat in the director's box. Nah, I can't give him any credit because I've never really liked him. He's been a lightweight. And he's, he's, let, he's let us down loads of times. I know some fans love him. Won the European Cup? No, he was a part of the team that won the European Cup. He never got his name mentioned. Nah, can't give him any credit. He scored Sorry. a penalty in the European Cup final. Nah. Yeah, I could have done that. I spoke to a player last week who said... Ronaldo like didn't. I know lots of players like him. It's just my personal opinion. Would you not go to his testimonial? Never. Under any circumstances? Never. All the money's to charity? That's good, isn't it? To be fair yeah. to him, all the money goes charity. Oh, listen, I don't, you know, he's a working class Geordie lad. He's given every penny, yeah. and that's a good thing. And he's a nice lad. He's a nice lad. Matter's a nice lad. Yeah, is a nice lad. You're judging him as players. Yeah, I'm judging him as a footballer. I'm a nice lad, but um, no, I won't be going there. There's players I like, players I don't like. I don't mind players if the game 
I just remember back to uh, Portsmouth at home, six inches out, he should have scored when we should have won the treble again, he didn't. I, I, told, I asked him about that, and he, he's, he's good how he answers it. <laughs> st- what he said? It still hurts mis- him now. Yeah, miss kick, miss kicked it. What about, did, did he ask me about giving Yaya Torre the ball 18 yards out when it set City on the road? No, I didn't. To, to, uh, to, to being rejuvenated, thanks to them all the way to bleeding Wembley. Oh, in 2011. Yeah, yeah, but Berbatov missed two good chances. Oh, he that did. Day. Yeah, he never kicked a ball for us that again after horrible. that. Though I like, I like Berbatov though. He's having a game this year. <coughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, he's a good player. I'm going to try and get in contact with him. I know someone who, who knows him. So we're in Carrington now, and ahead of us is United's training ground. But long before United moved here in 2000, you did your apprenticeship here, didn't you? Yeah. This this area, there's the shell plants and industrial area. Yeah, so many time it's shell, yeah. And at what, as a, like a 16 year old, you had trials at, at Leeds? Yep. And then your dad told you to get an apprenticeship instead? He did. So I went to play for Presswich Jays. Yeah. And, and did me a very good amateur shell. Side. Yeah. yeah, top. So uh, yeah, it's a bit great apprenticeship there, proper craftsman. And you told me once that you went for a job interview, and because the fella knew you were related to Charlie Mitten, the footballer, yeah. he basically asked you to explain how a bicycle pump worked. Yeah. And gave you the job off the back of it. We got an apprenticeship on how to, how a bicycle pump worked. <laughs> I mean, because my name was Charlie Mitten, and um, my name was Charlie Mitten, so I got an apprenticeship. So you got a job off the back of your uncle. I didn't even know what Shell made. <laughs> or, 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 well, it was oil, I'd imagine then, wasn't it? No, no, they made plastics and chemicals. Yeah, Did they? yeah. But um, I, I didn't know. Um, I didn't even know what they made. I'd never. I didn't even know how to put a nut on a bolt. But uh, I had a fantastic apprenticeship here. It was brilliant. And he was a big United fan. It was just a new Charlie Mitten was. So you got a job off the back of it. Yeah, top. Okay, I'm gonna. I pulled a few birds on that using that line as well. Really? Oh, I. Yeah. What? Back in the day. Back in the day, I did some serious damage <laughs> using the name Charlie Mitten or Charlie Mason. <laughs> I used to say I played for Stoke City because no Manchester birds knew who played for Stoke in them them days. No. So I always got away with it. So you're telling me you played for Stoke? Yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> Uh, how do you think United are going against Rostov? Canem. Canem getting us. Uh, is it the quarterfinals then? Isn't yeah, it? the last eight. And then uh, got every chance of winning this cup. I think um, he's got he's got them playing. They're doing all right. Everybody stays injury free. Um, it's a serious trophy we can win to get into Europe because we keep doing our best to fuck up the league. Bournemouth at home, Everton away. Arsenal at home, we've dropped so many points, but Burnley at home, oh, Stoke yeah. at home. We've we've we drawn seven games. We've, we've drawn seven games, one-one at home, and it's been dreadful. Would you go to the final in in Solna? Um, I'd like to go. Yes, yeah, I'm fit, but no, can't. Fit I'm not fit, birds. I'm married. Um, yeah, I'd like to go to the final. Why are you going to treat me? I'll see. All right, I might have to. Uh, go well, you, you went to you went to camp now in '99. Yeah, didn't top. You? Yeah, best Lucky ten days of my that. life. Yeah, wasn't bad. We're a long way yeah, from so, that. Yeah that point at the moment with United but you think Mourinho might be the man to get United I think I, yeah he's, he's got something about him he's a bit abrasive as well he handles the press well he's the, you know he's defensive he's plays he looks after him he's made ordinary players play a lot better than they did under Van Gaal um, we do need a couple of players um, which positions definitely at the back ok thanks for your time alright good luck let's, let's go I'm stood outside Old Trafford, there's an hour and a half to kick off, it's rainy, it's blustery, it's just getting dark, it's cold, it's March, and I'm on Samat Busby Way, and four Rostov supporters are with me. Uh, what's your name, mate? Uh, my name is Igor. And you? My name is Vladimir. And my you? My name is Victor. 
you, and you? You're all oh, three Rostov supporters. <laughs> okay, and you've all come from Rostov on Don. Yes. Um, how many supporters have come from Russia? 120. And tell me about your trip to Manchester. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you you, fl- you flew nice today? No, uh, yes. Yeah. You flew yesterday. yesterday. Yes. Oh. You drive, yeah, I bet you did. From from, from London. From so London. so you flew from from Rostov. The first of to London. Yes, we live in London. Okay. And we came to Manchester on the bus. Okay. <laughs> but you're from Rostov on, on yes, Don. Yes, we're from Rostov on Don. Um, and we came for the win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, how do you think you'll do tonight? Oh, um, we won't win. Only win, or maybe um, two two. Right. Yes. Do you know 22 years ago, Rotor Volgograd came here? Yeah, Rotor Volgograd. And yes. drew 2-2. 2-2. <laughs> yeah. And went through. <laughs> yes. What did you think of the game last week in Russia? Oh, it was a very hard game uh, for the uh, Rostov players. Uh, but it's Manchester. Manchester is a powerful team. And uh, that result that was in Rostov, it's a, it's a good result. How did you feel when Rostov drew Manchester United in the Europa League? Uh, we uh, we won't believe in it. Yes, and we believe. And you're happy when the draw was made? <laughs> yes, if it will, we will be very happy. How many people watch Rostov games normally oh, in the Russian league? In Russian league, uh, ten thousand. I, I think more, more than one hundred thousand. But uh, in the stadium, how many people? Ah, in the stadium, yeah. Yeah, uh, in the stadium, uh, 11, 12,000. Yes. Yes. Because and how it's many? Old stadium, because yeah. also, but we have uh, for championship uh, World Cup, uh, we have new stadium in uh, this year uh, for uh, four thousand people. Forty thousand. Yes, new, new yeah. stadium. When Rostov play a game in Vladivostok, for example. Does anybody travel there? Yes, yes. How many course. supporters? Oh, 20 or 30. 20 or 30? Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take to get there? Uh, How long? The... 9,000 9, kilometers. 9,000 uh, kilometers. Yeah, so yeah. In the plane, 10 hours. So it's a 10 hour yeah. flight. Yeah, 10 hour flight. And Vladivostok is not London. <laughs> so it's it, not the same. It's a 10 hour flight, and that must be across four time zones yeah. to Vladivostok. And yeah. 20 supporters will, will, yeah. will go we'll there. Go. Yeah. What do you think of um, English football in, in Russia? And what do you think of, of Manchester United? No, it's a it's it's a very good team. It's a very powerful team. It's the most uh, uh, for me. It's the most famous team in uh, in England. Yes, in yeah. UK. And uh, I think that um, that Rostov uh, play in this game with Manchester. It's a it's a very big result for us. Yeah. And you've got a good team this year. You're happy yeah. with your team. Yeah. 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 We're very happy. Yeah. Who is your best players? Oh, this is uh, Azmun, yeah. Sadar Azmun, uh, Dmitry Polas, uh, Timofey Kalachov, but uh, in this game he's uh, absent uh, because he has uh, two yellow cards and that's why. And for the World Cup, if we come to to the World Cup in in Rostov and Russia, you think it's okay? Being yeah. Good for us? yeah. <laughs> because I was in Marseille with yeah. England yeah. and I sat among the Russia supporters and there was maybe 11,000 
fantastic and 200 crazy. Yeah, yes, yes. We do crazy. have some crazy yes. supporters <laughs> also <laughs> in, Russia. in Russia. It's uh, uh, Russian, Russian people uh, very helpful, uh, very okay. interesting uh, people, yeah. and we like uh, when uh, West come to yeah. uh, to Russia and. Uh, All Manchester yeah. fans yeah. Uh, in in Rostov uh, to everybody was given a present. Yes, do you know it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was nice. Yeah. And when I I've watched Manchester United play in Moscow, and last year I went to Zenit St. Petersburg, Zenit, yeah. and in Volgograd, and the Russian people have always been very friendly in yes. my experience. Yes, yes. very friendly. Know? And the Russian people I sat with in Marseille were very friendly. But the Russian fans I saw at Bad Old Port in Marseille were not. It's very alcohol. Friendly. It's too much alcohol. It's not good people. Yeah, it's not no. crazy people. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Okay, um, I hope you do not go through to the last yes. eight, but it's been very nice to talk to you, and I, I hope you enjoy Manchester. What have you thought of Manchester so far? The city. Have you looked around uh, we, the city? We don't see. And, and be, be, because we came uh, two hours ago, uh, two hours ago. You should have stayed in Manchester. You've, you've come in a car from next London. Next time. Next time. <laughs> we next should time. stay in Manchester. Well, Manchester United beat Rostov one 0 It was a late goal, and it brought a lot of relief in the crowd at Old Trafford on a surprisingly cold night. I'm now in the press room after the game. Stood by the pie cabinet just so I can get a bit of heat. Um, with Paul Hurst from the Times newspaper, his United correspondent. What did you make of that? It was just a, a dreadful kind of occasion, was it really? A boring spectacle. It kind of sums up what the Europa League is in, in one one game. You could tell that, that, that Jose didn't like it. He doesn't enjoy this kind of thing, does he? You want the crowd to get, to get behind the team, but you know it's kind of it's hard to kind of you know raise your raise your voice and kind of get excited about this kind of spectacle. He still wants to win it though, doesn't he? Yeah, well, it's easy. he needs to, doesn't he? Really? If you look at the start of the season, he he started off by playing a bit, a bit weaker, weaker teams, but now he realises it's you know it's probably the the easiest option for getting in the Champions League. So he has to play has to play proper teams and has to you know have a proper go up and try and win it. I thought Valencia was very good tonight, especially in the first half. Juan Matter as well. Um, what did you make of them two? Any other players stand out for you? I think Valencia for me has been most consistent performance this season. Uh, I think if, if you look at that, the formation that they play, when they play Matter on the right, Matter always tucks in to become like an extra number 10 and that frees up the whole you know, right side of the pitch for Valencia. So he's profited from that this season. I think he's been most, you know, most consistent player for United this season. And you know, you look at players out of the team like Luke Shaw, you know, if, if he wants to be see if he wants to see what a proper what a Mourinho fullback is like, what he wants, then Valencia's you kind of identical fullback. For him. He was skinning the 19. He even moved position because he was just getting absolutely blitzed. Do you think the 4 3 4 3 was more to counter their tactics or something that United will be looking at more yeah, in the future? I, I think it was to counter their tactics. We saw it in the first leg, didn't we? That he played five at the back, then we played you know, three with two wing backs. And Chelsea obviously played three with two wing backs as well. So I think it is to, to counter the opposition. Um, again, other than Valencia at right back, you know, have, have they got anyone who can do the the job at the other side? Blinn's not cut out for that. Phil Jones isn't cut out for that, as we despite him giving you see his little goal. bit of trickery on the wing. Phil <laughs> yeah. Jones, it's a bit like pantomime season, wasn't it? It was yeah. quite funny. It was like when With Schweinsteiger Fellaini came well. on. I thought yeah. Fellaini did well actually. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was decent, but yeah, I, I, kind of, I think I don't think they've got the. If Shaw was obviously you know playing well and in in favour, he would have that position sewn up on the left hand side, wouldn't he? But he isn't. Very good say from Sergio Romero in the final minute. He's done well in the Europa League, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I remember at the start of the season asking Mourinho whether he'd you know whether he'd rotate kind of goalkeepers, and he sort of thought that we ended up thinking that De Gea would play all the way through, but. But whenever he's played Romero, he's been sound and that, you know, plenty of hearts in mouths when, when that free kick was being taken at the end. I thought it was going in the top corner, but it was, it was a great save to, to pull off right at the death. And his compatriot Marcus Rojo hugged him. He made some good clearances tonight. He likes that left-footed boot right up the field. Yeah, it's proper up and under. He should yeah. play rugby league, I guess. Or for Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> oh, no, we, we, play, we play beautiful football. But, um, uh, yeah, he's another one who's... who's Played pretty well this season. You know, he's less erratic, isn't he? Um, when he whenever he's, I remember seeing Stretford and rise and start clapping him when he came off one time. And thought, you know, I'd, I never thought I'd see that because he was so so rash when he first came here. But he seems to have controlled himself a bit, a bit more, a bit more calm tempered. But he does kind of he gets up the opposition like we saw with Costa, didn't he? You know, he kind of really angered him and wound him up. So he's he's been another good player for United this season. Did you see him ask for a banana? Did you see what that was about? Was, there was a bit of urgency on the side, and Mourinho. It looked like he wanted bananas yeah. for some of his players. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll try and ask Marcos what was going on there. Next thing, he, he appeared to be eating a banana during the game. Yeah, so, he's, he's munching on something, was it? I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it might not be. It was, it, it was yellow right. and about six inches long. Not good. So you, you, you grew up as a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Mm-hmm. Um, are you from Sheffield originally? Uh, from Rotherham. From Rotherham. Yeah, yeah. But I was a glory hunter because yeah. you know, Rotherham, uh, you know, whenever any any good and Wednesday were in my sort of the nineties, we were you know a great team to watch, a great and, team to. Yeah, play some good football, so that's why I ended up going there. Yeah. I think I'd speak for a lot of Manchester United fans and say that they miss going to Hillsborough. Used to really enjoy going to Sheffield, going over the tops, and it's a big ground, huge away allocation. Mm. Come back soon. I mean, you've been close, haven't you? You got to the playoff final last year. Remember that because you took twice as many fans as Hull City to Wembley, but mm. but they came up, didn't they? Yeah. You're yeah. optimistic that things are. Improving under your Portuguese manager? No, no. I've, well, yes, yes and no. I'm, I'm very much a pessimist or you know realist when it comes to Wednesday because we've been so, through so much rubbish basically. But no, we, we are playing all right. But I think last year was our chance. You know, you know when you you know when you think your team's it was a missed opportunity. This year we've kind of we've, we've we're not playing as good a football. We are in the playoffs, but only by skin of our teeth. And you know, last sort of this time last year we should have pushed on and got automatic. So we could have done and. The strength of the league's just it's just got a lot of, you know a lot stronger. You see teams like Newcastle, it's best best team has ever played in the championship, you would have thought, best squad. And we've just we've bought poorly, or we didn't, so we bought But it's difficult because you've not had any Premier League parachute payments. Yeah. Newcastle United average mm. fifty one thousand. You've been in the, the third division. Yes, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Yeah. It does I mean they are obscene, aren't they? The, the parachute payments, so we, we haven't had that, you're right. But the, the new owner that we've got, he's, he's pumping plenty of money. It was obviously signed George, Jordan Rhodes, and he'd be, um, you know, he's for that league, he's perfect, isn't he? So he might prove the difference. I'm, I don't know, I'm not optimistic, but I've, I, I never have been. So, well, you can, at least you can celebrate Sheffield United coming up, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, welcome, welcome them back with open arms. And finally, what's <laughs> you've covered United this season, you've been to practically every match what's mm. the manager been like to, to deal with I find him a fascinating bloke really he's, he's really 
he's really he, he can sort of see the cogs working in his brain when he's answering a question he's, he's, he's thinking about how to answer it and thinking about a target in mind or how to how to feed us something or how to make himself look good and yeah you know, I just find him a very interesting very intriguing character and he's you know, he's box office and he's Man United it's kind of level we, we got that a little bit with Van Gaal but by the end he just you know, given up on us, he'd given up on the club basically. Uh, he knew he was going. We, well, it looked that way anyway. Um, so yeah, we, you know, Mourinho's coming and giving it. You really a, think he did? Because I was told he didn't. Yeah, no, well, not until that, that Sunday night, apparently. But you know, he, he he was aware of everything that was being printed, and you know, once that kind of gathers pace, and he, even the most kind of deluded man as like Van Gaal was would have would have known that you know would have suspected that something was up. Um, but yeah, so he kind of he kind of done his time on it really. Van Gaal was no. There were no protests when he went to keep him. <laughs> you think Mourinho will restore United to a level that they've been at in the past? A trophy league. Yeah, well, winning the league. It kind of depends really on what, what kind of level you're looking to get back to. He's, he, he said in an interview with BBC tonight that he's, you know, it's impossible to dominate for ten or twenty years, and he, he's right. It's just not as not as um, straightforward as it was before. So much, so many other kind of aspects to it. So many competitions, so many matches. Um, it'll be difficult, but um, you know you, you just get the feel that, that it is going in the right direction. But it just they need a run of games against run of wins against big big teams, the rivals to get up into that top four. Because you know the more the longer they stay in six, which they have been what since sort of, is it November or whatever. Yeah, since Swansea, right? Yeah, it's it's just going to look bad. It's going to look worse and worse, isn't it? Six will be a failure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Six will be sacked. a failure. Yeah, it's, yeah. when they were finishing seventh, didn't they? So. Yeah, he needs, he needs to improve on that, but he's got the backdoor route of the Europa League, which which yeah. might save him as well. So the re- rest of the season, they'll probably draw every home game in the league <laughs> and then win away at City, Arsenal, Tottenham, mm. Burnley, who are brilliant away, and Southampton aren't yeah. bad. <laughs> so it's going to be a tough one, but thank you for your time. No problem. Cheers, mate. So I'm just leaving Old Trafford now. It's a quarter to midnight. Almost all the traffic's gone. And uh, waiting around to speak to a couple of the players. Uh, spoke to Marcus Rojo and um, Antonio Valencia. Valencia's really happy with this season. Uh, he feels that he's got the absolute trust of the manager. He's playing every week. That's given him the confidence. He feels strong. He feels fit. He feels like it's one of his best seasons at United. Really enjoyed the game tonight, and he played well. He had a a lot of space on the right hand side and he created a lot of space for himself as well so the draw is going to be on Friday and I've not seen all the teams that have gone through I've just been speaking to someone about Celta Vigo one of the Spanish journalists who covers United and Celta are a decent side probably the strongest side left in it uh, there's Genk, there's Genk, 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 Genk keep mixing them up probably continue to do that and um, I think Ajax are in it I saw someone asking Zlatan Ibrahimovic if he wanted Ajax and he stayed clear of that potentially tough question Um, I'm just leaving Old Trafford now the next podcast will be coming from Teesside on Sunday from Sunderland and hopefully you know how to get a win because while the Europa League, according to Marcus Rojo, is the best chance for Manchester United to get into the Champions League next year. And according to I think Jose Mourinho and a lot of the other players, I can't just give up on the league. I can't just stay in six forever. 
and I think if United were to get a good run I know it's difficult because it's really tough away games and fourth still isn't out of the question it was only two weeks ago since United looked in a really strong position to finish in the top four before that very disappointing one-all draw against Bournemouth and I'm tired I'm going to go to sleep uh, thanks to all the people who bought United we stand at the match tonight we appreciate your support uh, for doing what we do not just listening to the podcast but buying the mag as well and the next podcast will be with you on Sunday until then goodbye